I mean, I think that's the, th the I think the thing that I and I think he's kind of touching on it really love about Listomania is because in a lot of ways it's doing what film can do and we rarely try to do which is saying that when we make a film we are very much working within the uh, dream space psychological space relational you know psychological relationships between things like that's how film works and you know we use that for the most part to do like over the shoulder shots and like conversations where you cut between different sides of people and they, they can create relationships between those, like how film works. What What is truly, I think, genius about Listomania and still Tommy, but to a lesser degree, is that Ken Russell was just like, this is, this is, this, there is, this is a narrative. There's a narrative thread. There's a beginning, middle, and end. It is, you can put the three-act structure across this. It'll fit, I'm sure. I didn't try, but you could. But then he said, like, okay, there's going to be clear characters. There's going to be clear dialogue. And, but this is going to be figurative. This is going to be like a nightmare, like a dream. It's dream space. And that's what, and as he's just like, we're just going to work in that figurative psychological space where honestly, like, I don't know if the description that I gave, the synopsis that I gave the film makes any sense as a story because honestly, like, it's a film that just kind of flows from one piece to the next. Welcome to the Celluloid Mirror mini episode. I am Nicole Solomon. I am hosting today. Um, slightly unusual, very special treat for all of you getting getting to hear my voice today. And as, as an extra treat, it is not just me here on this mini episode. There's someone else as well. Would you like to reveal yourself? Who else is here, Nicole? I, I, I don't was... know who else is here. I'm here. You're here? I'm Sean. Oh, thank I'm goodness. occasionally a co-host of this, you, and I fact, sometimes always. do the minis. Um, so yeah, so last week's episode was our top fives because I had COVID, and so we needed to, uh, we weren't ready to record what will be our next episode. <gasps> the one this is a little preview for, just to give preview, you a taste. which they heard a little taste of uh, just, just at the beginning there. Um, we don't know which what that about, taste was, but it, it was probably about penises. Oh, probably, probably, and if and if it wasn't, I assure I assure you, listeners, they're coming. There will be much <laughs> there will be much discussion of penises on the episode, and uh, if we were recording video of this, you would see how much Nicole just cracked herself up and had to like back away from the mic. Um, There's more where that came because, from because because Nicole is is basically uh, Beavis and or butthead. Um, they have a new movie that I kind of want to watch. Me too. Me too. We should watch Although it. I, I want to watch it. I enjoyed the Bob's I, Burgers movie. I'll watch more like I did. TV that was animation. Fun. It was good. It was good. Not in my well, top was, five, but but no, no, close to my top ten. I think it's hovering. Yeah, right it was under pretty high up. 10. But I think that's because I've seen a lot of movies that I didn't love this this year, um, or that were just kind of like meh. That's fine. Um, but speaking of which, we do have an addendum to some addendums to uh, last last week's episode because 
we uh you know we've seen other movies since that came out nicole nicole what how 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 has movie how have movies that you've seen in the last few weeks changed your top five list well as i think i mentioned on a previous mini one i saw neptune frost uh which everyone should see it is streaming now it's coming out on blu-ray next month from kino lorber as well if you like physical media uh that is currently my number three film of the year and i also saw nope this week which um currently playing at the uh, drive-in at Greenpoint for anyone else who like me is not doing indoor cinema so much I I was able to see it out of doors and that's my number two film of the year I know that that one's getting a little bit of a mixed reception there are definitely some friends and critics I very much respect who weren't feeling it as much Um, I definitely want to watch it again think about some things again i i'm very excited to to watch it again but i i honestly loved it pretty much Mm -hmm. so that's currently my number two of the year uh my number one currently is still everything everywhere all at once um honestly between that and nope i really loved both of them if for no other reason than i don't know it's already well established that i like jordan peele films and just like basically loved his first two films and I'm trying to mix it up a little bit and not just be constantly, you know, going with the guy I already am praising all the time. And the Daniels are a little bit newer to me as filmmakers uh, that I embrace. So I don't know, trying to trying to spread it around a little bit. But they're they're pretty close. I really, really loved both of them. Um, I also wanted to make a quick addendum to that that means currently i think my list is at everything everywhere all at once number one nope number two neptune frost number three and um then for like four and five i don't know some some combination of x crimes of the future and rrr rrr was my number two when we talked before and i did want to mention that I saw the movie loved it really enjoyed it have since gotten some context about how while it plays here very much just like an anti-British colonialism action movie masterpiece, in India it also has um, a bit of right-wing nationalist connotations in uh-huh. the current moment, um, which is something that, you know, my level of ignorance didn't allow me while watching it to be picking up on that sort of thing, but has come to my mm-hmm. attention since and is complicating my feelings about the movie shall we say i still recommend everyone watch it it is definitely a great time you get to see lots of british colonists die and you get to see some amazing action sequences it's it's excellent filmmaking but it has some troubling political implications that i'm thinking about and just wanted to throw that out there and that's part of why i'm a little unsure about my top five currently sean do you have addendums what what have you been seeing what's happening with you I've seen I've seen a few a few things uh, since we recorded. Uh, I did watch Fire Island. That didn't crack my top five. Um, I did watch uh, the Black Phone. That didn't crack my top five. Both are in the top ten, though. Um, yeah, Black Phone's in my top ten too. Yeah, uh, and uh, but I also saw Nope. I I, I am uh, risking the theaters masked. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's also my number two. 
Uh, otherwise, my list, uh, my top five list is pretty much the same. It's everything, everywhere, all at once. Nope, X, uh, Crimes of the Future, and then The Batman. Um, that which, pesky Batman. Can't get rid of yeah. him. Yeah. The Black Phone, the Black Phone, it was, it was, it almost cracked the top five. That was, it got close with those, with those two. It was, it was very good, but it wasn't, I don't know, it, it didn't, it just didn't quite do more uh, for me, but I really enjoyed it. No, same. I mean, I think there's better stuff this year, but I did, Mm -hmm. I did really enjoy it as an original horror movie that freaked me out. I thought it was, I thought it was scary and that doesn't happen much. Um, Speaking of Robert Pattinson, I watched Good Time last night, but we can talk about that off mic. But I have things mm-hmm. to say about that. Really liked my boy's performance in that, though. Thought he was really, really good. Better than in he's the Batman very good in that. by a lot. He's better. He's better in most things that he's in. The Batman's just not that great a part, honestly. It's not his fault. No, it's like just, we talked about. Yeah. 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 It's not that it, like it's it is not a complex, challenging role. You just go around growling, my vengeance. Sean, are you the next Batman? I am. I'm the current Batman. You heard it here first, The former Batman. I am the next Batman. Sean is the Um, eternal Batman. (laughs) That's a thing. there there, There is a comic book called Batman Eternal. I don't know what it's about because... It's about I you. I, I think you're living it. It is. That's that's it, that's my life story right there. Uh, Did other people watch movies and like them this year? Uh, we heard from a couple people. We heard from um, so recent guest Alana Rafferty. So we posted on Instagram stories, and recent guest Alana Rafferty uh, said that her and we asked people like, "What's your top movie of the year?" Uh, so far, uh, hers was hard tie between everything, everywhere, all at once and the Northman, which I haven't watched because honestly, like I like that guy's movies, but I see the trailer for that and I'm not interested. I'm going to watch it. We almost watched it last night before we decided to watch good time instead. So I'll okay. weigh in on my opinion and on Alana's opinion. I'm, soon. I've, 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 I've heard that it's very good from a lot of people and I like that guy's movies. I just, I see that and I'm just like, meh. That looks fine. It looks fine. Yeah, I'm not exactly like it's it's not on my most anticipated list, but um, I do have someone's Showtime login right now, and it's there, so I will watch it. Basically, okay. is my plan. But did other people like movies besides recent recent guests, uh, the talented and wonderful Alana Raff- Rafferty? Uh, another friend said everything everywhere all at once, uh, but also the Batman. So everything everywhere is topping a lot of lists. Um, but Batman then, tied for wow. That's some. That's he likes some, Batman a lot. Dude likes Batman. A lot. Can I guess who it is? No, because you don't know him. Oh, okay, okay. Never yeah. mind. Never mind. And what else? I I know some people that you don't know. There was just random people out there in the world that you don't know. But you do. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Sounds right? fake. Um, I, I got one more response uh, from. Uh, David Jackson, who I have mentioned multiple times on the show as that guy who's shown me a lot of movies like Listomania, like Xanadu. Unofficial like, third ghost host. Almost. He was almost like, a, he, he almost like selected half of the season. Um, accidentally. Uh, that's real power. Accidentally. 
it's almost like maybe that we should talk to him about being on the show at some point maybe and talk about some movies with him but i i don't know like you know podcast do people want to be on podcasts i don't know maybe maybe uh, but his hints for listeners his, for the future just kidding his, his favorite is something that uh i'm pretty sure well well none of us or very few of us could have seen. Um, it was uh, streamed, I think, earlier this week. He's part of, he takes part in, uh, with a lot of other folks in a group called Racer Trash, uh, which remix movies is the best way I can phrase it. They kind of reassign like chunks of movies and they remix it and they've played it. I think they played it um, uh, TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival last year, and Kukaloris and a couple other places. And I think they might have had a South by Southwest thing, but I could be wrong. But anyway, they, they're doing a lot of interesting like screenings at festivals. Anyways, his was they recently did uh, Wizard of Oz with three Zs. So, and he took part in, uh, in building that with uh, a bunch of other folks. And um, yeah, so... Uh, that's his favorite. Did anybody respond to you, Nicole? Um, well, when I reshared your story, I did get one response. I'm going to keep the person um, anonymous because they did not consent to having their name on the show. And usually these Instagram responses are anonymous, but they will know who they are. And they they actually had the exact same choices that, that you and I had for everything, everywhere, all at once. And then nope, as like top two of the year and if that person would like to reveal themselves we can uh definitely shout them out on the show they have been mentioned on the show before they might have even appeared on the show before once upon a time in a previous season but i just want to let you know listener it's responder. No. it's not che actually che did not respond i said previous season che was on this season as well um uh this uh this person has excellent Dave mustaine if only I'm sure Dave Mustaine also has excellent taste, but this person, this responder who actually, unlike Dave Mustaine, has been on the show in the episode aired, unlike that Dave Mustaine episode we had to toss because of all the inappropriate talk about penises, which, you know, we cannot tolerate on this program. No, we can't. We certainly cannot talk extensively about penises. No, uh, no, not that on is this show. Not we wouldn't that watch is, movies with penises in them. No. Certainly not unrealistic not ones. All. Certainly not no. eight foot to twelve foot ones. And certainly no, not in that columns. Is, that is that is something that our audience cannot swallow. So <laughs> we need to wrap up this season. We're not fit to podcast. <laughs> listen, listen, I I understand. It's too much, and they just can't take it. Um, it it's a bit of a stretch. Well. But we got to make a firm rule about this, Sean. It's going to be hard. It's definitely going to be hard. I mean, but we're just going to have to, like, stiffen up. All right. This is, this is too boundaries. long. This has been going on too long. Uh, <laughs> or has it been going on the exact perfect amount of time I'm the one who's going to edit it I can cut it down if it's just too much for our audience to handle um, and on that note so uh, did we even say what our next episode's about 
Our next episode will be the penis Thor one? Ragnarok and the penis movie. Excuse me, Listomania. Um, and people are just not going to listen because of how much we just said penis. Which, honestly, fair, like content warning. We talk about dick a lot. I mean, but also, we might get a whole new audience. I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. You know, I'm fine like, with that. But yeah, we're talking. We're talking about why are we talking about Listomania and Thor Ragnarok? Should we even tell them, or should they just listen? No, I think they got to listen to the show. Like, All why right. would we talk about a a surreal uh, biopic of a pianist uh, filled with penises? Uh, starring Roger Daltrey of The Who from 1975 and the 2017 Taika Waititi penis-free uh, penis-free superhero movie. There is the Hulk's butt. Thor Ragnarok. There is there is Hulk butt, but no but no Hulk dong. No. And uh, that's the real tragedy here. That's yeah. Um, and this is an episode we've been waiting to do for a long time. It's actually one of the first ones we discussed back when we were first plant, like just thinking about this, doing this show at all and what it would be and all that. And it's been a long time coming. And then we had to delay it a week because Sean got COVID. So we didn't quite have time to both like watch the films and and find all the articles and read all the articles and there's there's a lengthy the show notes for this episode are going to be lengthy listeners we have we have a bunch of additional suggested reading material not all of which is about penises that you can peruse um if if you want to delve deeper into some of the themes that we discuss um about these two fine films that we we both enjoy Mm mm-hmm very much, very much. Maybe you'll enjoy so. them too. Maybe not, but you know, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. All right, before we before before we completely alienate everybody, we should probably wrap up. We'll give them one more. We'll give y'all one more delicious thing. Delicious hearty soundbite. God, everything but, uh, just sounds dirty now. Everything. Everything, everything, everything does. Uh, everything but what doesn't sound dirty, what doesn't sound dirty is just slide into our <laughs> DMs, uh, you know, and uh, let us know what you think. Give us feedback on the show. We can talk about stuff other than penises on the minis. I don't know why you'd want us to, but we can. Uh, we're on, we're Four Mile Circus on various social media, yada, yada. You can leave us a voicemail on the anchor.fm uh, please tell people about us, rate, review, subscribe, all that other stuff. Even Otherwise, if it's just we'll come like, to your house. You can go and to talk their about house. penises at your house. You you can go and set up a Zoom call, and I'll talk to them about penises over Zoom remotely. I'm not going to someone's house to talk about penises unless they're paying me a lot of money. So Sean will come. Where, where's your dedication to the show? This is what foils us every single time is my lack of dedication to going to people's houses uninvited and talking about penises. Yet again. Exactly. Yet again. Exactly. I apologize, listeners. I'm listening. I will try to do better. And uh, listen to our episode about Thor Ragnarok and Listomania coming out in one week. And for now, listen to this um, a wonderful, amazing clip that you're really going to yeah. enjoy that's coming up right now. Thank you for joining us on this mini penis. <laughs> Bye.
Bye. of it honestly the design the art direction it's amazing is is i mean let's be real most of these comic book movies look like shit a lot a lot of, a lot of their design is is not good and the one of the reasons why the design in this is so good is because they go back to the source like a lot yeah. of a, there's a significant kirby inspiration which is a thing that just is and which one of the things that's so marvelous about that not to bring Marvel in, but just to say, like, is that he had, you know, sometimes people like see his work for the first time and they're kind of like, I don't know, the people look kind of weird. It's like, yeah, but you look past that to the design. He made things look unique. Everything like, like these characters would look unique, even though there were similarities. Like if you looked at, because he was the artist for Jack Kirby, he was the artist for everything Marvel in the 60s for a long time he did this design work and if you would see like these thor and he's like well okay i gotta do space vikings basically or i gotta do you know superhero vikings they could all look the same like somebody else might make oh well it's all look like but if you look at like the artwork on it they all look just unique interesting different like they all have a feel to them and they brought that here which honestly isn't as present in the other thor movies even The Celluloid Mirror is a Four Mile Circus production hosted by Nicole Solomon, that's me, and Sean Mannion. Our theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod. You can hear more from Kevin McLeod at incompetech.filmmusic.io. Please take a few minutes to rate and review The Celluloid Mirror on your podcast platform of choice. It really helps other people discover the show. And if you have questions or comments about what you heard on the show or suggestions for future episodes, please email us at info at fourmilecircus.com or seek us out on social media. We are at Four Mile Circus on Twitter and Instagram. Want more Celluloid Mirror and more from me and Sean? Well, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash fourmilecircus where you will get early access to episodes of the celluloid mirror as well as uncut video of our recording sessions uh, featuring stuff that doesn't make it to the final episodes and access to our discord server patreon only events and so very much more to learn more about everything we do visit us at fourmilecircus.com <laughs> <laughs>